Well, I have I have uh, a couple thoughts before we. Oh, that's right. That's we, right. We do need to discuss something before we dive into something. Yeah, here. Let me let me pull it up real quick. Um. So our email has been, uh, as the kids say, popping. Popping. Yeah. We popping is a correct term. Um. So. You read one. I read the other. Is it gonna load? Yeah, you read the first one. All right. So, um, after the movie review, we got some feedback about uh, about my Rhett. apparently yes. controversial opinion yes. about the Minion movie, or sorry, Despicable yes. Me. Despicable Me. Yes. Yeah. Despicable okay. Me. I agree only partly with Ethan Hassenroll's opinion on Despicable Me. I understand and support the anti-illumination movement, but I also think that bad sequels can't ruin the masterpiece that was the first Despicable Me installment. It seems unfair to judge a movie by the bad franchise decisions made after the release of the first movie. All caps, sincerely, Brett. Hey, Brett. I don't know if this is an actual Brett Sandlin or if someone is just, like, trolling. Brett, we need but to talk. fair opinion. Fair opinion. I think... No, I it's think not. It's I actually think that's the what wrong you were opinion. saying originally. No. Well, you said that kind of. No, You're I like, didn't. Okay, the first movie was actually fire. Yes, you did. I did not say the first movie was fire. Like I 4. said the first 5. movie was fine, but it was completely ruined by what would turn out to be mom memes, like Facebook mom memes. I, I, I can't handle it. It's that's not true. funny. That's true. It's not funny. It was yeah, created. It was created to sell products. Okay, and I understand all franchises. All franchises are created to sell products, but Minions, yeah, it people think it's ironically funny, but it's not ironically funny. It's like post ironically funny that people find it funny. That's the only thing Is that's it funny. Post irony. <laughs> it might post be meta post irony at that point, but it's meta not. It's not funny. It shouldn't ever have existed. If I hear one okay. more person go banana, take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip. That was so clean in the microphone. <laughs> I, I, I know. We're getting good at this. I just... <laughs> I hate this. I hate... I hate that we even have to talk about this, Brett. Brett, stop listening. Yeah. Stop right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Turn it off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, hold up. <laughs> I don't care if you're a Patreon subscriber, if, if you listen to our episodes multiple times. I don't care if you rated us. I don't care. Stop listening to the podcast. Leave! Have we gotten any ratings? Uh, yes, we've gotten some. But you can't see who they're from. They're on anonymous. What are we rated? Uh, five point stars. Five point zero stars. How many have we gotten? Not very many. So, Brett. That's fair. Brett, the only, the only way you can rectify yourself, okay, is if you go on the pod and we have confrontation. What? I want to get in a call with Brett. You want to have a Brett Sandler call in? We're going to grill you. Okay. (laughs) We're going to ruin you. I agree with Brett. I agree with Brett. I like Despicable Me. Okay. Well. Okay, listen. So so today, Ethan. No, we have. There's another one. Prepared. There's another one. For some reason. Oh, that's right. Someone else. I. I might know the culprit of this one, but oh my god. Okay. So, our second email <laughs> from s.sminionambassador at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
She says, as a self-proclaimed Minion ambassador, I think this is perhaps your lack of understanding of the culture of the Minions that has caused you to judge them so harshly. I am including a link to a website for you to educate yourself on the Minionese language and the culture of which the Minions are part of. See the provided link below. We need to talk. This link actually is a website called Learning the Language of the Minions and Despicable Me. Yeah. You know what? Okay, we're not going to even read it. That's what they want. They want us to read it and have a discussion about it. You know what you do with bullies? The minions. Stop! Minionese. No! Sometimes. (laughs) No! Called. Stop. The banana language. Minionese is what's known as a constructed language or conlang. Conlangs are often feature of works of fantasy and science fiction, like Klingon or Elvish in The Lord of the Rings. We know what a made-up language is. Star Trek. Anyways, that's all I'm going to read. That's just the first part. I just want to I'm, like, actually mad. Okay, Isaac, what what do we got for this wonderful episode? So, there was a man (laughs) named Larry Davis. There was a... Yeah, starting... There was a man. Larry Davis. In 1969... Boy. Wait, before before we get into this, is this the super lucky <laughs> unlucky dude? No. Okay. No, I promise you have no okay. idea this okay. is. No. Nice to say, December 15th. He was born <clears throat> to the Davises. Wow. What was his mammy and poppy's like, name? Effects. I don't know. <laughs> um, listen, no, it's Terrace Andrew Davis and West Alice. West Alice? Davis. Interesting. Oh. oh, he was born in West Alice, Wisconsin, and his name was Terrence. Wait, what? His name isn't Larry? I don't know his parents. He was... Listen, we're cutting that out. He was born in West Alice, Wisconsin. Nice. He later moved to Washington, Michigan, California, and Arizona. Mm-hmm. He was... This is crazy. The seventh of eight children, and his father was an industrial engineer. So, as a child, Davis used an Apple II at his elementary school, and as a teenager, learned assembly language on a Commodore 64. So, so for those who don't know, Terry Davis at his uh, elementary school used Apple II, and then as a teenager, coded in assembly language. Now, so, Ethan. Yes. Are you listening? Yes. Okay, Ethan. What? So, today we have coding languages... Which are like JavaScript or Java or C plus plus or C sharp or Ruby. Anyways, and the derivative lots of things. Of and those C. are kind of like English. Like like there are English words in it, and it's kind of it's a mixture. But obviously, well, not obviously, maybe not obviously. Sorry, sorry guys. But computers don't understand. So I'm talking tech today. Computers don't understand English natively. You can't input English. So. When you count from 1 to 10, and when you do math and algebra, you're working in base 10. Binary is simply base 2. Ones and um, zeros. Correct. Which means ones and zeros. So every ones and zero pattern equals a number. And then, so when people are spelling things in binary, they're actually doing a number, and that number is equal to a ASCII value, which then is that letter. So technically, you're just what the computer so, sees. So you're, num- you're numbering at 1 to 26. On. And then, 
no you're not it's like 93 to anyways okay um listen well you gotta listen, explain listen. it what, what do you binary binary is very complex is what i'm saying computers understand it um now that we don't need to code in binary we don't do it because it's a waste of time and we can do so much faster coding because we don't have to code every single logic gate etc 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 um obviously if you've never coded before you cannot understand how ridiculous it is to code something in binary um assembly language is like the next step up from binary it works in just number packets basically um and it it sucks it's horrible nobody uses it anymore i mean you need to understand it so that you can like whatever you don't need to but it's good to coding assembly language is ridiculous it is insane anyway so this guy as a teenager coded in assembly language mm -hmm. that's not too insane because that's when what they had at the time anyways he earned a master's degree in electrical engineering from arizona state university mm -hmm. and he worked for several years at Ticketmaster as a programmer for vax machines on the subject of his certifications he wrote in 2011 so he said in 2011 he was working um everybody knows electrical is higher in the engineering pecking order than cs because it requires real math i'm a rocket scientist though not a very good one mm -hmm. so basically he was being i don't know if you know this a typical electrical engineer electrical engineers think they are better than every single engineer in the field because they are better than scientists better than civil engineers better than anything i disagree but anyways, I, I think um, civil I mean, engineers are engineers whatever you want to do it's equal Aren't an engineer? Not really. No, I think you you Bro, gotta go. You gotta go. Bridge. You gotta go structural engineering. Civil engineering, it's kind of meh. I oh yeah, it's well, more design. When you say civil engineering, it could mean it could mean design or it could mean structural. Some people, well, when they say that you don't know quite the direction. Yeah. Anyways, so Terry Davis, he grew up Catholic, but he went atheist for most of his life. Um, Siri Havis, yeah. Around 1996. Uh, and 1969 is like 20 some years. Mm -hmm. uh, he went to an insane asylum. <laughs> oh, nice. Every six months because he had manic episodes. Okay. He was then diagnosed with schizophrenia, mm -hmm. which is really sad. I mean, this guy was actually not horrible. He didn't do drugs. He didn't drink. Right. Yada, yada, just, yada. Just he just genetic. He just got schizophrenia. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, basically, he uh, went insane, and he thought people were following him around in suits, and he thought the FBI and space aliens were, like, onto him. And uh, he soon had, like, a bunch of fear. I'll tell a, a few more stories about Terry Davis. Okay. But he started donating large sums of money to charity organizations, um, and he said that it was probably God who revealed himself to save him. That's why he was doing that. Anyways, okay. Um, there are worse things to do when then, you're insane. Yeah. No, there I are know. Worse it's like this guy goes insane and he's like donating huge sums yeah. of money to charity. Yeah. And he's like, God told me to. It's like, okay. Okay. Well, then he decided he would code an operating system. Now, he didn't just make an operating system. He coded it in assembly language. Which is like the hardest which, one. As a programmer, I understand. That is genius level. 
that's not that's not normal person level that's not like 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 okay. you think like that's equivalent to coding a computer in minecraft no this is more than that way more i know that's okay, a can bad i example so it so, is level. what i want to go over something so i know single-handedly i know binary that's what computers read and understand mm-hmm. and the assembly language converts mm-hmm. stuff into binary correct assembly language is just a very low level code meaning it's closer to binary than ever than other coding languages right um so it's it's usually just called assembly so okay so it is here's here's the technical definition sorry it's a very strong correspondence between the instructions in the language and the architecture's machine code instructions so you are you are having to give like stop after certain commands so they don't keep running you're having to like basically go word to word to word not word but like command to command to command on what processes actually do on a computer which is just insane to understand the processes of a computer and code it like it's painful right as heck. because this guy like, coded an operating system out of it like when you're so i i have very very limited amount of coding knowledge i made a very small game fine, in java once but so i know in java hey that's not bad it's uh java is very lots, high level yes there's lots of assumptions that the software has saying like this is what an if statement is so that it has like that block of code and that can interpret whatever you have. So I know, so there's JavaScript, yeah. right? And that's based on the C programming. Java. JavaScript's different. Okay. There's, it's based on um, the C programming language, right? Is that what you're talking about? Or is C above no. that? Does C interpret whatever he was coding in and that goes into binary? Or is C, what is C? No, what are no, the different no, no, no. levels? Thing. Assembly, assembly, assembly language. language is older, so it's way harder. Okay. Java is newer. But it's so based on C. The, let me explain. Let me explain. Yeah, it's based on C, but C is... Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. So you have binary. That's the literal inputs. You have zeros and ones. You yes. have switches on a computer. You have yes. like on, off. That's yes. your zero or one, yeah. and you get, yes, bits, which are eight zeros. Mm-hmm. Wait, a bit is, I think, yeah, anyways. It's you one, know that. 8 you know bit, that. 16 bits. So bits. you can code in binary, you know, if you have the right, whatever. And then when something is called higher level or lower level or mid-level or whatever programming language, all it means is it's distance removed from binary, which so low level means it's closer to binary. So like assembly language means it's closer to, you have to input every single command as like a computer can, does does that make sense so like yes when doing a line you have to enter the command zero zero i think when doing I, I a line <laughs> part of the any assembly not a line like a program yeah you have to do like yeah. the stop command and you have to do like right you have to allocate memory you have to whatever i understand that java you just say and if this then this happens right assembly language if statements don't work like that you have to do the logic inside of the computer. I, I understand so that. So as the computer so, understands what the... So anyways. low level is... I keep on forgetting what you're saying. Yes, low level is what he programmed in. So there's yes. zero, that's uh, that's binary. And then there's what he did. Mm-hmm. Zeros and ones, which is 
assembly. And then, mm-hmm. so our high-level programming languages like Python and Java, mm-hmm. are they? So what is I? So is C a high-level programming They're easier. language? Yeah, I understand that. C is is that mid-level? C I is know it's really old. one of the. It's really old. C is one of the lowest level programming languages that is still like kind of used commonly. I hesitate yeah. to say that because I don't know too much. Because I know there's C plus C sharp is used heavily. It it's here's the thing is high level and low level are all about like it kind of matters who you're talking to because some people would call C sharp a little bit more middle level than high level, and then like Python and Java are like definitely high level because they're so language based. Yeah. HTML is super high level because HTML is only for coding websites. You can't do anything else, and it's specifically designed. All of the things on HTML are designed by a person in code to do specific graphical things. And then, of course, you make CSS and JavaScript with it. So it just depends what you're doing. But assembly language, here's the thing. Assembly language is not made for a specific purpose. Python, I think it's Python. Maybe I'm thinking of Java. Java is really good at not making, say, like programs. It's really good at like solving. You can do it. You can do it. I saw your face. You can make programs with Java. But Java is really good at like solving problems and going through processes really quickly. Yeah. Whereas um, HTML is just for designing, not just, I know. Basically, it's for yeah. yeah. HTML, CSS, and JavaScript package. Assembly language is for giving instructions to the computer in, I think it's hexadecimal format. So it's like basically like a oh, I know. binary. I've, I've heard of heard of that before. <sighs> Let me see. So here's 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 a good explanation. Here's the rub. Here's the rub. Give it give it to me. Assembly language is basically binary code. Like you're coding with the same logic as binary, but it's in a format that we understand. Does that make sense? C++ and stuff like that is not. It's a completely different type of like coding, whereas binary coding is like lines of instructions, etc. Okay, how about binary this? Uh, assembly is like that, but you can see it and we can read it easier than always having to try to determine what the ones and zeros mean. Does that make how, sense? Yes. How how about this? Okay. How about binary? We're talking so in depth about this, but it's not a bad thing. How about binary is Egyptian hieroglyphs? Okay, and then what was the what was the one you kept no, on talking see, about? No, stop, 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 stop. What was the one you keep on talking about? Talking um, about the assembly. Assembly the one you used. Assembly is Latin, mm-hmm. and then mid to high level sure. languages are English. As you know, mid level in- languages are. Traditional English and then high level languages are TikTok. I just want to relate to the audience. <laughs> there we go. Sure. So there we go. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the rep. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. Egyptian hieroglyphs, each hieroglyph means many, many things. So like in a okay. code like Java, you would say an if statement. That would have a many, many commands combined into it. The the point so I was making is more is like it's taking hard Egyptian hieroglyph and having to explain the essence of each thing inside of that one hieroglyph. Not just what it is. You can't say why. It's like you took a, a papyrus full of ancient... If you took the Rosetta Stone, 
and then nuked it. And you had to pick up all the pieces and figure out what they meant one by one. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's a similar Okay. okay. <laughs> Just no, wanted to clear let's, uh, that. Let's move on. <laughs> let's, uh, basically, whatever. So, he decided to make his own OS. Okay. His own OS. Which, you know, is insane. He single-handedly made his own operating system in 10 years, a decade. I mean, he continued to work on it after it was kind of, like, done. Yeah. It's open source. It's free. And it's it, it wasn't at first called Temple OS. What was uh, it first called? First, it was called the J operating system, or Luthos. Luthos. Like, I'm not sure what. Like, L-O-S-E-T-H-O-S? That's, that's Thanos's younger brother. Really not successful. <laughs> He's kind of a loser, yeah. Luthos. And, yeah. <laughs> and Sparrow OS in 2012. Um, the operating recently. system was similar to the Comedy 464 Desk View and other DOS-based interfaces. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to explain. Never mind. Moving on. Don't care. Um. Anyways, it was developed in the course of a decade. It had. This is what this is what the crazy thing. So he did, he coded it in assembly language, but in the operating system itself, it had a unique programming language, editor, compiler, and kernel. So. So Should wait. I explain kernels, or are we just going to get... We're going to ignore kernels, okay. I know that a compiler... Okay. It's really impressive. Yes. A compiler A compiler... Stop, 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 stop. It, it, it converts it to binary. I was just going to say... Oh, did you want to... Stop! Oh, did you want to impress me? I'm so sorry. Because we I'm had this sorry. discussion wanna, like, earlier. Impress everybody? We had this... I'm sorry. Discussion I'm sorry, earlier, okay? Yes, okay. Do you know what he I do on my computer? Compiler. Do you know what I do on my computer? I go to Microsoft Word... And I type notes. Mm-hmm. He made his own editor. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Anyway, it is cool. Google Docs for here's scrubs. the thing. So one, ma- so when you're writing code, yeah. I'm gonna just give some background. When you're this is gonna when one is writing code, say I'm writing code. There's something. Every single uh, coding language. Mm-hmm. Hmm, maybe not every single. Not like binary. That's not the a language, it. though. That's your. There's something called. Yeah. You're right. Wow. Look at me. Wow. Listen, there's <laughs> something called. I know. <laughs> there's something called comments, which are uh, snippets that you write into the code and you use a special character sequence. Usually it's like two forward slashes or a forward slash and like ampersand mm-hmm. sandwich. Anyways, and basically the uh, compiler, which takes that code and turns it into binary, ignores those. So it's no part of the code. So you see it like, when you're looking okay, at the... Uh, you see it when, when you're, you're editing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And why you need this is say you get to like 300 lines of code. That's mm-hmm. a lot. And the thing with code is it's always tying... Like when you're coding something, you're always tying back in and forth and around and in between right. to connect it all. And so you have to write comments describing what certain things do. Because yes, I know how to read code. But trust me, if you're trying to bug test a program that doesn't work and it's 300 lines long, and you're trying to find a certain section that does something like this to help this other thing, and you don't have a comment, you don't want to be like having to try to discern each thing and trying to remember. So you write comments. It's like you put a post. You get to a thousand lines of code. You say, hey, yes. this is what this You get does. to a thousand lines. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You get to a thousand lines of code. It's insane. You know, you have to put so many comments. You put comments, you do, you make sure you name your variables super, super well mm-hmm. so that you don't like mix them up. It just gets crazy, you know, insane. 
his operating system written in assembly language, which is just like that's insane. If you say it has zero everything. comments, I'm gonna flip out. <laughs> I actually don't know. I haven't looked at okay, it. Okay, that'd be wild. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's let's do a little test. Assembly. I don't know. Assemb- I think assembly language has comments. Yeah, you can you can do okay. a comment in assembly right. language, which you probably did. But also being a genius, he probably didn't. He probably just had a block yeah, and he knew. Yeah. Anyways, I have no idea. He was literally a genius, schizophrenic. Um, True story. That's right. A hundred thousand lines of code. That's a lot. Yeah, That's that a lot. is a lot. That's a lot of code. <laughs> in this operating system. No, I'm not going to send you. I'm going to explain. In this operating system, you have uh, a bunch of directories, and then you can um, do some stuff. There's some, like, whatever. There's, like, welcome, help an index, take a tour, fast reboot, key map, demo index, directory, more directories, like, where to store files and stuff. Mm-hmm. It has the time up the top. It has the memory amount left. It has, like, your CPU, of course. Anyways, but it also has graphical images that move that says fun games and it takes up about a quarter of the screen um in this one screenshot (laughs) i love fun games and it's just a bunch of fun games he made he made an inbuilt flight simulator in his operating system because anyways so so i made all this and we're like okay why why is it called so we talked earlier earlier about him having revelations to god Mm -hmm. so it's called temple os because he believed God was asking him to make a second temple digitally, so a operating system that God resided in as his second temple, which is interesting. It is to interesting. Me. Anyways, yeah. very interesting. And here's the thing. What's the thing? Here's the thing. What's the thing? Um, yeah. We're Christians. Yeah. Right? And this yeah. guy claims to be Christian, and he's schizophrenic. So it's the kind of thing of like, well, I mean, he's going insane, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, so like, what, how, like, you know what I mean? But he also used so much vulgarity and called people so many slurs that he got kicked out of, let me see, um, something awful, which is, I guess, an online like chess site. Reddit and Hacker News, oh, and OS News, and I think uh, Tech Republic. Anyways, he got kicked out of all so banned from so many oh websites because he had so many. And you know, you go on Reddit, people are cussing up a storm, slurring. Like, no, it's got to be pretty bad. Extremely, <laughs> extremely like offensive or something that they banned him. Um. So and then. He says he used it because when I fight Satan, I use the sharpest knives I can find. I ain't shedding no tears because you don't like bleep. It's really interesting. Wow. Anyways, um, his death is really sad. Uh, during his final month, so he lived with his parents after he went insane, mm-hmm. after he was diagnosed as schizophrenic. He lived with his parents and lived on social security, and that's when all of the online chat rooms took place and Temple OS took place. Yeah. Um, but if, I think, I don't know if his parents died or what, but he basically went homeless. Um, and the police had kind of warned of him cause I guess he said he was willing to kill if asked by God. Um, which is just sad. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
So he recorded this final video on a bench at the Dallas Wasco County Library, and he uploaded it hours before his death. Well, I'm King Terry, and uh, learned how to purify myself in a horribly impure environment. Uh, it's pretty rough living uh, homeless and uh, in a. field outside a little town and uh, coming into their library and uh, it's a very pure town and uh, must have been an extreme shock to them to see such a horribly sick person come in here and pollute everything and uh, it was a lot of torture to snap me into a uh, uh, ability to uh, to handle purity for this job uh, there's a little castle over there let's see where's that castle there it is oh no so uh, <clears throat> that's a little castle uh, I don't know I really like this library so, uh, come here and use their computer and, uh, smoke out here. They must have been freaking out because, uh, such an impure person was in their presence. Oh, well, I was clueless. Now, now I used to have a respect for purity. So, uh, so, well, it's good to be king. <laughs> Wait, maybe. I think uh, maybe I'm just like a little bizarre little person who walks back and forth. Whatever, you know. <laughs> but. Um, and that's just so sad to me because, like, sad. he was going insane, right? And he was like, I'm, maybe I'm king. And then he was like, wait. Maybe, wait, no, wait. Maybe I'm just maybe a bizarre like person. Bizarre little person. Walks back and and forth. it kind of, I watched it, and I kind of was like, maybe we'll, we'll just. That gives me the chills. That That is. It does. That's, does it not? That's one of my number one fears. Like, going insane and not knowing if you are. But I, yeah, I feel like he, he knew. He was. Yeah, that's the thing with schizophrenia yeah. is it's like. There's bipolar disorder, and then there's schizophrenia, which is basically like you have bipolar disorder squared. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. That's wild. Anyways, I just wanted to talk about Terry Davis today. I So, you know, this really reminds me of the, the Unabomber. The Unabomber? Yeah. Have you ever heard of him? Who is that? I have no idea. I, Tell me a story, Ethan. We're going to talk... Real quick about uh, Theodore Katzinski. Um, so Unabomber, basically, what he did is he sent bombs to a lot of like high-ranking people, like in the mail, uh, 1978 to 1995. But um, he was kind of like the same dealio. He was raised. So I so I had kind of heard of him before. But then, like, I there's, like, this economics class that I took, and they were talking about how even if you're given, like, the maximum amount of opportunities, you can still 
not succeed in life, you know, like with education. So this dude, uh, I think his like mom and dad were like a doctor or something and they grew up like upper middle class, went to private schools. He went uh, to Harvard and University of Michigan for a PhD in mathematics. But uh, like he basically, he went insane after getting his PhD and then I think he moved to, yeah, so he, he taught a little bit at University of Michigan, uh, UC Berkeley, and then he moved to uh, Montana, <laughs> the most beautiful state. Oh, right. <laughs> um, and he lived, like, basically as a hermit, and he sent out bombs to uh, different like high-ranking officials and uh same kind of thing he thought he was on a religious mission and like he was obviously like insanely smart for that and it's just kind of another sad story but in this case he did like kill people <laughs> so yeah uh Here's the thing yes yeah, are you good it's so sad because like yeah, Terry Davis went to, like, he got a master's in, mm-hmm. techn- like, electrical engineering. But uh, it's this thing of, like, when somebody goes insane, why is it that it's always, like, they claim what they're doing is religious? And I can't help feel like they went insane, and so, like, there's something that's just this base, not instinct, but, like, base thing in us that we need to have, a like, a god or something does that make sense? I think so. When you go insane, it's just like that's that's you can't help, or it's like you go so insane that you can't help but feel like it's your mind like telling you it's got to be God. I, I think it's like, I think it's like that. I think it's you hurt you have these urges that you don't understand, and you feel like it has to be a message from something like yeah. higher. Yeah, which is messed up. Sad. Yeah. And sir, uh, for the for the Unabomber, I just want to make sure we're all good. Uh, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a f- like uh, political officials. It was different uh, academic people. So he killed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen people. And then two two people uh, had got sent bombs, but they were def- diffused. Man. So, yeah. And I think... So, most of his bombs worked? Yeah. That's actually kind of impressive. Yeah, in the mail? Like, that's pretty crazy. I shouldn't have... Ta- I should have uh, that's impressive. It is. It's... He knew his yeah. stuff. What was his PhD? Uh, it was. I think it was in mathematics. Yeah, so he got... What? Yeah, mathematics. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? He got a PhD in mathematics. Here, let me go over this. Oh, dang. Um, so during his first year at Harvard, he lived on at like private housing. And then he was described as socially uh, inept, but very intelligent. Uh, so he earned his Bachelor of Arts uh, in mathematics. Like every genius. In 1962, yeah. And then... Uh, so he was offered, oh, okay, so for grad school, he applied to UC Berkeley, University of Chicago, um, which he got accepted in, but 
did not give him a teaching position with financial aid. University of Chicago is the coolest school of all time. I I love that school. Why do you say that? So, University of Chicago, okay. Let, let's go on a quick little tangent. So, it was founded by uh, Rockefeller. So, I think Rockefeller is probably the most interesting person in like the Gilded Age, which in my opinion uh, is the most... Me? Abraham Lincoln? He's not in the Gilded Age. I'm saying... Yes, he is. No, he's not. <laughs> he's right before. No, but like, like you know, like the whole like Rockefeller, Carnegie... Dude, Bill Clinton? Yeah, Bill Clinton. <clears throat> no, but so University of Chicago was started by uh, Rockefeller. Super interesting. So like it just had a bunch of money pumped into it. Um, and so it wasn't really right. that successful because like the first headmaster dude... Um, but and then they started like getting all these professors and everything, and then it like became super super influential. With uh, it was like more conservative economics. So do you know who like uh, uh, Martin Friedman is? Hey guys, uh, this is editing Ethan. I want to apologize. I did not mean to say Martin Friedman. I meant to say Milton Friedman, the economist. I just want to get that out of the way, get it off my chest. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah. It's like him, and uh, he he worked there for a long time. And like so, like all this like economic stuff is super interesting, but it just it has like Harvard is fine, like all the Ivy League schools are fine, okay. But Chicago, I think, is more it's more research focused, and you have more opportunities there. And it's not as like like yeah. All I I gotta say yeah is I love my college, so yeah I think. Honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just think it has cool history. That's why I like it. It has really pretty buildings. I think when you're in college, yeah, what really matters is how you approach your schooling and how you approach learning. Because yeah. if you're just there to get a degree, then you're going to fail. But if you're there to actually like get better at something so that you can do good, you'll do better even if, say, you focus... Someone who focuses on grades but doesn't learn anything will be worse at their job and thus way less successful than somebody who says, okay, this is extreme, but I'm going to use it like all C's and B's. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this because that's to me. I get good grades. Anyways, who are all C's and B's, and, uh, but the entire time they've actually learned something, and then they're just like – they're just not good, say, at like academic tests and stuff. I don't know. That's rare. I, Anyways, I, what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what college you go to. It matters what you take out of college, and that's the way you're going to be successful. It's not Steve Jobs. Okay, this is horrible. I'm going to use Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs went to Reed College. Because he went to Reed College. Did he go to Reed College? Right? Yeah. He went there for half of a semester uh, and dropped out. <laughs> and then he went to... Exactly. Yeah. Where did he go after that? Uh, he went uh, on a soul-searching journey. I think it was India. 
and became uh, not Muslim. What's the other one I've had? Um, Hindu? Yeah, I think I it was Hindu. Know. Yeah. Anyways, the point yeah. is, it's just, okay. I, I, th- okay, I think you should is, go to college. In this world of Steve Jobs, get a life. But um, I think if you, you should go to college. No, I agree. Uh, no, no, no. I think you should go to college. Depending. To become, I don't know. I'm gonna edit to become more, uh, like, yeah. not entranced. What's the word? Like, more passionate about things that you're interested what? in. And knowing it's more ex- about what you want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Like exploring. But it's a tool. Don't take college as anything but a stage of life to try to learn as much as you can before going to the workforce. But also, college is a time to try new things and fail so that you do better later. Right. Why did this become so, like, life advice Holy crap. This is. Someone send us emails so that we don't have to make up life advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I want to talk about something if you real need advice, quick. send it. That's going to teach what? you out of a job. Okay. So Teach me out of a job? Not teach you. Whatever. Kick you out of a job. So, you know the uh, the popular coding website, GitHub? Yeah. So, there's this AI now that has uh, taken all of the best code in the world that is found on Git- GitHub. Oh, yeah. And is yep. writing yep. code now. I know exactly. there's a tool there is a tool now isn't it like that will automatically write functions so you can say i want a function that does this and this and this so say you want a function say you want a super simple that takes three numbers and it adds the first two and it multiplies the third one so you would start by declaring the function and then you would put a name and you would say something really basic and you would enter in three inputs that's no hold up hmm. it it that. it's like grammarly but for no coding. it's not even imagine if you were writing a book and grammarly wrote the plot twist for you there you go because it knew exactly what it needed not go. even that this thing Auto-quote. will write entire functions it's like it's like the suggested thing when you're texting yeah. And you just press the It'll write line. like 20 <laughs> lines of code for you perfectly yeah. without error. Because it's just like, oh, I know exactly what you want to do. Here's how you do it. Yeah. And it uses your built-in variables and system of coding to best suit your needs. Which is It's wild. insane. I, I think that um, people are worried that like AI and mechanization is going to ruin like low-wage jobs. But if you think about AI it, art, if you, yeah, AI art. But like, if you think about it, the incentive to replace doctors and uh, people who no, code, nev- never place their doctor with. Uh, but imagine the incentive. Doctors. They don't just diagnose and symptom and like diagnose symptoms and give patients medicine. They also take care of patients on an emotional level. Hey, what what about like, this? You don't want a robot what being if, with a woman giving a child. What if there was a Does database that said you you input all you're you're still a doctor. You input all the information that you have and it gives you scientifically the most probable uh, thing. And that allows you to see twice as many patients in one day, which cuts down the operating costs of a hospital by whatever, 30%. Because a doctor's paid, whatever, like yeah. I still think the doctor needs to be there to discern if it's right, 
Because there's so many symptoms, or there's a lot of things that just have so much overlap that it's like you put in every single symptom and what it looks like, and it could be two different things. And maybe a computer will get it right, but honestly, I think sometimes it takes just like trial and error. I I don't know much about medicine, but I feel like sometimes it's just kind of like the doctor just has, has you, to ask all you these questions. You have kind of intuition, determine. but I I think that yeah, I think a computer can't have intuition. I think that humans are less. Um, I I think that there's still going to be always a place for a doctor in places. Yeah, I agree. like yeah, but I think that like probably eighty percent of what doctors can do can be replaced by a computer. Yeah, I think computers can always help everything yeah. we do. And I I think that because it's just number crunching. Yeah, it's doing the hard things for us. I I think that high paid like upper like upper middle class jobs are the ones that are going to be replaced first before because it doesn't cost yeah, like that accounting? much who needs accounting majors like come on <laughs> yeah for real it's a joke. accounting majors a joke. Choose, choose a real major i have a good friend who's an accounting major yeah i have two good friends that are accounting majors if you listen if you're listening to this you know who you are you know who you I are i pickleball with you Send me a message because now I feel bad for destroying your major. Anyways, no, it's um, actually if you will do my uh, time majors are taxes for me, I will. Time really majors appreciate are the most wholesome people. Yeah, yeah. Hey, can you do my taxes? Yeah, please. For me? No, <laughs> I'll terrible. hook you up. That's terrible. Just they need to be CAA or whatever. Evasion. Next week we're going to talk about how to avoid, uh, how to commit tax, tax fraud. fraud. <laughs> yeah. Successfully. <laughs> yeah, with special guest Pickleball Boy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute should we actually get on yeah, talk about we should discuss on this podcast what should we discuss how to's but it's ethan and isaac how to's and it's stuff like how to <laughs> can we actually talk about that next week please please can we <laughs> do our own research <laughs> Next right, week, an, right, how to that was how joke. to do we tax fraud. About... The week after that, how to start your own pyramid scheme. <laughs> Dude, that's kind of what this podcast is. It's Share with your friends, and we'll give you a free Patreon subscription. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? That's not true. That's not, not true. true. You have to share with at least five friends. And then we will pay you we'll, in spud we'll bucks. We'll make you a patron. <laughs> what if we made a currency called spud bucks? A digital... I'm just kidding. <laughs> spud bucks. <laughs> One spud buck <laughs> is equal to five Bitcoin. Guys, we're going to the moon. You just can't cash out. Can't cash out yet. But you wait. Yeah. <laughs> you wait and you'll get that sweet... I'll give you ten spud bucks. <laughs> You can only you can only cash out spud bucks once they are equal to ten bitcoins, mm-hmm. which you know will never happen. What? Where did? Don't okay. tell them that. Anyways. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. Spud buck to the moon. I'm taking this out. I don't. I, I want to drop Ethan. I'm just talking now. But let's end it so we can talk. Anyways, uh, thank you for listening. This episode got real, but don't worry. Next week we will talk about tax fraud, at least a little. Maybe we'll have a little section. A lot of it. On Bro, a new section. Every podcast is going to have a section. It's going to be Isaac's how-tos. 
Next week will be how to commit tax fraud. Yeah. One I think of that's us, my segment on yours. One of us is going to... Then gonna... you can have a segment on mine. <laughs> Sorry, okay. go ahead. My section is called, Guess Who's Going to Go to Federal Prison? Okay. <laughs> Starring Ethan and Isaac. <laughs> All right. No. Anyways. Yeah, we'll, we'll forget something. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. I'm going camping this weekend, so. Enjoy. Or Enjoy. I will have already camped by the time you're listening to this. Because if you, we are in the past. So if this episode is rough, I'm But sorry, you're, you you're in the future. No, let's not but, do this again. Okay, so we're recording this on the 19th. So technically, this bit isn't funny. I feel like our editing, we the first episode, I'm just going to talk about some editing. The first episode, we were like, bro, we just got to like edit it and like take out everything we don't like. And then like by the <laughs> sixth episode, we we're kind of just like, you know what? As long as we don't say anything racist, sexist, or <laughs> yeah. vulgar, or harsh, uh, leave it in. <laughs> And it's we awkward breaks. I just who, think who, who cares? I just think that it's funnier when we say we'll edit it out and I just leave it in out of spite. That's my favorite thing to do. I've, I edited out a couple things about child slavery because yeah. You know, now we have to edit. We talked. We talked to our legal team. Child slavery isn't cool anymore. Yeah. So. We talked to our. We talked to our legal team, it, and I guess uh, current news is child slavery isn't cash money. So. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna keep it 100 with you and child slavery. Guys, we're gonna go super tubular pog champ anymore. with you guys. And uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out. We're just recording for our own guilty pleasure. We're not. Gonna- <laughs> All right. This is the <laughs> most like, narcissistic thing. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm just seeing the little right, lines guys. go up, and I'm just getting dopamine. Yo, dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. My dopamine levels <laughs> increase with the mic wave. Levels. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Recording waves. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. You have a spectacular week. Oh, I heard, mm. that was the most low energy. Nope. Insane. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, I got, this. I got this. That was not. Hey guys, I want to thank you for listening oh, to our gosh. episode. If you want to be a pog champ, rate five stars on all the platforms. Have a poggy pog week. We'll see you next time at 6 a.m. Central Time. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Is that the actual time zone of like posting? Yeah. That was a really good bit, but let's have an actual outro now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your face. You okay, do it. Guys. You do it. No, more energy. More energy. More energy. Hey. No, 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 no. This oh, is baguette. Somber, somber episode. You're ruining my punchline. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, this really serious one just about life and schizophrenia. Uh, I really just hope you have a good evening and a good day. Uh, ho, 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 baguette. Peace. Peace.